Lecture topic: Healthy hearts, healthy relationships. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa. Wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadhi al-ladin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. وَإِذَا دَخَلْتُمْ بُيُوتًا فَسَلِّمُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ تَحِيَّةً مِّنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ مُبَارَكَةً طَيِّبَةً وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أَفْشُ السَّلَامَ بَيْنَكُمْ أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected students of Deen, mothers and sisters. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the opportunity of acquiring the knowledge of Deen. And this knowledge of Deen is for the purpose of practice for the purpose of bringing Amal into our lives. So the practice is on every level and among the levels of practice are some very basic and simple things which have a very very far-reaching effect. They are very fundamental teachings of Deen and very important lessons that need to be implemented in day-to-day life and they are things that have been very greatly emphasized so the fact that it's emphasized it is mentioned in the Quran Sharif many of it directly in the Quran Sharif and the rest is in the Hadith Sharif all this highlights the importance of it but yet some of these things are very greatly neglected and we deprive ourselves of the tremendous rewards and blessings as well as the very very great benefits that come in dunya and in akhirat so we had commenced this discussion last week about the four actions that Nabi Kareem highlighted in the very first address to the Sahaba Ikram when Nabi Kareem reached Madina Munawwara after having made hijrat from Makkah Mukarrama so this was a very momentous occasion it was a very important occasion it was an occasion of hijrat and here in Madina Munawwara the Ansar had taken the Sahaba Ikram, the Muhajireen wholeheartedly into their homes, into their hearts. So now the Muhajireen had left behind everything. It was no small thing. They had left behind their homes, their work, their businesses, all their possessions. It's what somebody could carry on a camel load, little few things, whatever else. That is what they took and left and made hijrat, which was farz. And they came, what we can call almost empty-handed. But the Ansar took them into their hearts, took them into their homes. They shared everything with them. 
So now this was an opening address which was meant to build up this society, build up this community. There's a huge number of people that are coming completely for the first time to this place. They have left everything behind, they have nothing of their own. On the one side is this, and then at the same time, there are these Ansar who are so eager to receive them, to help them, but it was not something that was going to continue for one day, for one week, for one month. It was a long term thing. It was going to be years involved in here. So, with this being the situation, this community, this Ummah, this Mu'ashara and society had to be built. This address was laying the foundations for this good society. This was laying the foundations for that community to be really healthy, the relationships to be really good, because it's the relationships between individuals that make happy homes. And the relationship between people of happy homes also interacting in a similar manner among them that makes happy neighborhoods. And that becomes happy communities where everybody has a very good relationship with one another. Now does it mean that if a people have a good relationship then there will never ever be a situation that anybody would ever become upset with anybody else for any reason whatsoever. It doesn't happen like that. We are all insan. Things do sometimes don't work out the way we hope it should work out. We expect sometimes something from somebody. Things don't go as per expectation. We sometimes have hopes in somebody about something. But the hopes don't materialize the way we hoped it should. We sometimes err in the way we do some things, the way we conduct ourselves, what we speak, maybe how we spoke it, how we did something, and as a result it offended somebody else. That somebody else might be someone in our own home, it might be somebody in our extended family, it might be somebody in the community. And likewise this happens on the other end. Somebody sometimes will say something, do something which may offend us. So these are realities of life, these things happen. This is not something that does not happen, it happens. But when there is a healthy relationship between people, people have clean hearts. Despite clean hearts, they can get upset sometimes. They can get offended at something, that's part of human nature. But when they have clean hearts, <coughs> then the outcome of that clean heart is that they very, very quickly are able to <coughs> overcome the problem, very quickly are able to resolve the issue, and still continue with a healthy relationship. At the most, it might become a slight hiccup, not an interruption. When a person, if he's talking, and suddenly the person has some hiccups. So now while that hiccup is there, you can't talk. You've got to get past it. person is busy eating. Now sometimes the person busy eating, suddenly now, just starts experiencing some hiccups. A person is hiccuping. So while hiccuping, you can't be eating. But that eating is merely just paused. That talking just gets paused. It doesn't stop. 
person now, because of two, three hiccups, doesn't stand up and now leave the meal aside, that I can't eat anymore, that's now a very extreme case. Otherwise, 99% of the time, if somebody is experiencing some hiccups, just wait now, one minute, two minutes, get past it and carry on eating. One minute, two minutes and get past it and then uh, we'll carry on discussing what they're talking about. So likewise, that hiccup in the relationship might just bring some slight little pause on things. But then everything will just settle very quickly. And like the person who had some hiccups and then now it's settled after one minute, two minutes, the person carries on eating like nothing happened, carries on speaking like nothing happened. So likewise, when there are clean hearts, despite the fact that some things can happen which may upset somebody, may offend somebody, somebody may feel hurt about something, at the most it will just put a slight pause on things, but very soon everything will settle so nicely and so quickly as if nothing happened. Now that is what is the Kamal. And that can only happen when there is a very healthy society, there's a, there are healthy relationships, the hearts are clean. So this advice that Nabi Kareem gave in this opening address in Madina Munawwara, in this first advice that was given to the Sahaba, to the Muhajireen and Ansar in Madina Munawwara, this advice seems very very simple. But it goes a long way towards developing the society and keeping the hearts clean, keeping the hearts united. And when the hearts are clean, the hearts are united, then when some little hiccup takes place, it's very easy to get past it, inshallah. It's very easy to overcome the issue because the hearts are healthy. When there is a a healthy person, person who's got a strong immune system, person is strong physically, his health is good, then he also sometimes gets injured for example. They get injured, there's a wound, but now very quickly they bandage it, they put some plaster, some ointment, the next day is almost like healed. There's a small wound, the next day he got healed already. But if a person is, for example, a diabetic, suffering from diabetes, now the person who's suffering from diabetes, one of the problems that they have is that because of that health condition, the diabetes, that wounds don't heal so quickly. And sometimes it becomes very complicated. Now the person got a cut. Now because of the diabetes, it's, an, it's a disease the high sugar levels so now the the injury the cut is unrelated to the diabetes it's something else but because of the underlying health condition that wound now sometimes takes very long to heal sometimes doesn't even heal just depending on how severe the diabetes is and how deep the wound is also so likewise when the hearts are spiritually sick when the relationships are sick, when the relationships are diseased because of jealousy, because of malice, because of pride, because of love of dunya, because of all the other spiritual maladies, as a result of 
that even the relationships become ill the relationships the hearts become ill spiritually and as a result they affect the relationships now that heart which is spiritually diseased and that relationship which is ill because of the spiritual diseases in the heart now if there's some offense some uh, something upset somebody that now takes a long time to heal person can't get past it why? because the pride becomes a barrier because the jealousy and malice becomes a barrier because of the love of dunya becoming a barrier the ego becomes a barrier now like that diabetes doesn't allow that wound to heal now these spiritual maladies don't allow this situation to heal so now this is the underlying issue that the heart has to be cleaned the heart has to be spiritually healthy and then we will see how easy it is and how easily things become resolved things take shape so quickly that even if there is a hiccup somewhere it doesn't take time to resolve it a person can very quickly get past it big insan for that moment there will be a hiccup he will feel a little upset he might keep quiet he might even sometimes say something but then very quickly he will get past it so now these aspects that are mentioned in the Sadi Sharif which we started discussing last week they go a long way in keeping the heart clean in keeping the heart spiritually healthy and especially with regard to the issues of Mu'asharat the issues of social life it keeps the relationships very good so that is the context in which we must understand this that is the context in which we must take this advice to heart and we must bring these aspects alive in our day to day life it must not just be a theory there must be the reality there is an incident in the lives of the Sahaba Ikram this is just coming to mind now it's probably been something that was discussed on more than one occasion but the lesson that was just discussed just now that when hearts are spiritually healthy how quickly things can then settle how easy it is for things to now clear up so on that note this incident comes to mind which was discussed as far as I can recall previously but a very very great lesson and a wonderful incident to keep reminding ourselves about on one occasion say the now Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala'an Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala'an the two greatest sahaba there was nobody that could come close to their rank among the sahaba ikram meaning others were after them in rank they were of the highest rank among the sahaba this was something understood and accepted by all the sahaba and in the time of Nabi Kareem this position of theirs was recognized and understood so in any case on one occasion they were discussing something and Abu Bakr said something due to which Umar got annoyed he got upset he was offended right? we must not think about things in our level he would not have said something that was in any way vulgar or anything of that nature 
But sometimes when there's a very, very close bond, there's a very close relationship, that sometimes some things which might be apparently not very big, but because of close relationships that becomes a little offensive. So in itself it might be a small thing, but in close relationships the small things become big. So in any case now he said something which Hazrat Umar radiallahu wasn't happy about. But at the same time he recognized the rank of Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, that he is the senior, I am the junior. But now he got upset, maybe in order to avoid saying something that might not be in order, he woke up and he left the gathering to now, just now maybe let things cool down whatever because he was now upset so he woke up to leave Hazrat Abu Bakr instantly realized his mistake that I should not have said this now their mistakes their mistakes are also like great good deeds for us now at their level it was a mistake but on our level that too might have been a very good deed generally this is the case but in any case he immediately stood up and he asked him please forgive me I, what I said was a mistake what was, I said was not in order but Umar was, quiet, was upset at that time so he didn't say anything and he carried on walking and he went away and he went away into his house and closed the door so now that he went away into his house Abu Bakr couldn't do anything about it now so he then turned around to come to the gathering of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. but now already there is one big lesson in this Abu Bakr is a senior and he immediately realized that look this was not the appropriate thing to have said now so now the heart is spiritually very very healthy the heart is on a very high spiritual level so what did that what it brought about was immediate realization of a mistake if a person is truly spiritually filled the person will recognize his mistake immediately and if he doesn't recognize it, recognize it himself as soon as somebody makes the slightest indication towards it they'll recognize it number one number two when the heart is spiritually healthy there will be immediate acceptance that this is my mistake there won't be any kind of uh, excuses made try to duck out of it from accepting the mistake but when there's pride it'll be impossible to accept the mistake but when the heart is clean of pride there's genuine tawazu and humility there won't be any hesitation to accept Maaf, what I did was not in order please forgive me or I'm apologizing, I'm retracting, whatever but if there's pride in the heart immediately the mind will run about what I can say to make some cover up story how can I just cover my mistake there's the vast difference between the two situations a spiritually filled heart will accept the mistake and will be ready to apologize will be ready to retract a spiritually diseased heart will find it impossible to accept mistakes will find it very hard to retract sometimes impossible will find it extremely difficult to apologize and will be racing towards covering up making some excuse 
making some flimsy excuses which don't make sense also. But now I must say something just to cover up. Now, after having said something which is, doesn't even make sense, so now I have to say something else to cover up that. And then that too sometimes becomes so foolish that now what a thing was said now, it just makes it so obvious that there's all a cover up, sorry. So then I have to say something further to cover up for that. And if that too doesn't work, then the best thing is just start fighting about it. And just go on the offense. So leave this topic aside and attack on some other topic. So it just now gets out of this topic. So rather than now deal with what has been said to me, I will say, I will now go that, look, you should not worry about me. You got more faults than me. If I did this, if I did something, you did 10 things. So now the whole focus now gets turned towards now what you did rather than me taking responsibility for what I did. Okay, if you did 10 things, that needs to be addressed as well. But right now my fault was being addressed. I should have been accepting that. After I'm done with accepting my fault, apologizing, retracting, correcting, making amends for what I did, then I should come back to your fault. But now for me to jump from my fault to yours is pride. Now this is what happens from a diseased heart. So in any case, Abu Bakr this was the response that came from him that he immediately woke up to ask for forgiveness. But when Umar was quiet and he went away, so he now couldn't say anything further. So he came to Nabi Karim Sallallahu The purpose here was that he will now explain to Nabi Karim Sallallahu what happened. And Nabi Karim Sallallahu will call Hazrat Umar and he will talk to him and this would secure the forgiveness from Umar this was the purpose that my brother must not be unhappy with me and I have offended him so I must seek his forgiveness I must secure his forgiveness so obviously when Nabi Karim will talk to him there is no way he will refuse that he will immediately forgive me now again this is coming from a spiritually healthy heart a heart on a very high spiritual level Subhanallah, can we imagine this? He is the senior, he is the elder, he is the one who has such a great position over the rest of the Sahaba. But this humility is of such a level that it doesn't matter to him that now I am the senior. He doesn't think of himself as now somebody. He is ready to go and apologize. He is now wanting in some way to secure this forgiveness. Any case, he comes to Nabi Karim Wasallam. In the meantime, Sayyidina Umar he was upset he went away into his house but now it flashes in his mind that how could I have done this he came to ask me for forgiveness and I didn't say anything I just quietly went away now where is this emanating from this is again from a very healthy heart spiritually very very healthy heart that subhanallah this healthy heart now it immediately spurred him how could I have done this I need to make amends now I need to sort this out so now he immediately goes out of his house to the house of Abu Bakr to meet with him. To meet with him for what? He has come to now apologize. Subhanallah. So we look at the first part of things that they got into a small quarrel. Yes, that happens. But look at this part of it and how quickly all this is happening. That small quarrel, that quarrel was really no quarrel. It was a small thing. But now he's come to the house he knocks the door he asks is Abu Bakr Radlano here he says no he's not here so he thinks to himself if he's not in his house he can't be anywhere else he will only be in the gathering of Nabi Karim so he immediately heads in that direction
as he comes to the masjid Nabi Kareem Salaam sees him coming and as he sees him coming Nabi Kareem Salaam's face expression his expression changes his face changes color in other words there's some signs of getting upset now now why was he getting upset because Abu Bakr radiallahu was now troubled by this situation and in other words a very simple way of overcoming this was that Umar al should have accepted his apology and would have been done Nabi Wasallam was not happy about this that his apology was not accepted and Umar al quietly went away this was the reason for being upset that my Siddiq my uh, companion of the grave uh, of the cave my companion of the cave and the closest of my companions was now put through this difficulty and this taklif so Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam upset on this account and as Umar is walking in Abu Bakr is observing this that Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi is becoming upset and he realized why so he stands up on his knees out of extreme humility and he repeatedly starts saying Kuntu ana azlam ya Rasulullah Kuntu ana azlam ya Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah I am at fault it was my fault now why is he saying this he is now protecting Umar that look please don't tell him anything it was my fault all this was my fault so please this is not his fault now can we imagine this cleanliness of the heart this healthy relationship what wonderful spiritual qualities they had on the one side they had one small quarrel but to what extent that heart is still clean to what, what extent they are ready to now cover up for one another to help one another to apologize to one another to make amends for whatever small little hiccup took place this is the lesson now this emanates somewhere when there is a very healthy relationship between people between family members between friends between people in society between people in a community that very healthy relationship translates into all this so insan is insan even very high level insan also sometimes can sometimes make some error somewhere they can make a mistake within the relationship at home between spouses between parents and children between family members between people in communities societies it can happen even among some very high ranking people seniors people of very strong iman very beautiful akhlaq but they are insan after all somewhere something can slip up but a person who has that spiritual strength in his heart that spiritual qualities are all at a very high level then very quickly and very easily the issues will get resolved and the from that little hiccup what will shine forth is that akhlaq which is filled in the heart so the hiccup can take place but you will see and notice that akhlaq shining forth you will see that tawazu what level of tawazu subhanallah this person has what level of ikhlas and sincerity this person has that will shine out of this mistake that happened now this is the lesson that we can see here the life of Abu Bakr the life of Umar ibn Khattab there was a mistake that happened a small mistake not something major because a mu'min is allowed the three days to come to reality and come to terms at the most three days not that one should wait for three days but subhanallah it didn't take seconds for them to come to reality Abu Bakr seconds Umar within minutes 
everything was now back to square one beating a wonderful relationship but this is the lesson and the message that Islam has taught us to have these good relationships and to learn how to get past the hiccups to learn how to get past the disruptions there should not be any disruptions in reality the hiccups are understood but if something got disrupted how to get past it that is what the deen teaches us the Mubarak Sunnah of Nabi Karim Salaam teaches us and now coming back to where we started off this was a digression but directly related to the topic in any case that the lessons that Nabi Karim Salaam gave in that opening address in Madina Munawwara it all comes down to the same basic lesson that to the extent that all these aspects are alive in our day to day life it will keep the relationships healthy it will make it very easy to get past and navigate past the hiccups and it will create a very good society and a very wonderful society so this is what we have to aspire for this is what we have to work towards we have to keep making an effort towards this inshallah we will continue with the discussion allah taala gives tawfiq next week and then the aspects that were mentioned in the hadith sharif inshallah we'll discuss those briefly allah taala give us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin allahumma lakal hamdu kulluhu wa lakal shukru kulluhu allahumma la nuhsi sanaan alayk anta kama aknayta ala nafsik jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت الاعز الاكرم اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله رب